0: Welcome to College Focus, the podcast from Black Dog Scholars for students who want higher grades with less stress. I'm Rita Thompson, your host. This episode is sponsored by Friends at Worry-Free PC. If you need help with personal or business computers in the Chicago area, contact Worry-Free PC at xsmail.com. Hi there, welcome back. This is the third in a series of podcasts about writing faster, and today we're going to focus on the introduction. A lot of you might agree that's the toughest part is just starting because you've got the terror of the blank page in front of you. All right, let's get started. The single most difficult part of writing a paper, most people feel, is the introduction. In part, this is true because the best introductions are actually written after the body of the paper is written. You've explored the ideas fully, and now you're ready to write the intro. However... Most students don't take that road. So if you find yourself dreading starting the paper, here's a way to go from blank page to finished intro in 15 minutes. Sound good? All right, let's get started. We're gonna develop a couple of go-to patterns for your paragraph. And when you use them, you're gonna find this is a huge time savings. Instead of starting with nothing, you're gonna start by using a pattern for a solid paragraph. Do not begin With an attention getter this is so sixth grade and it brings to mind disastrous missteps of prose instead set the scene here are three ways you can set the scene for your reader number one the essential issue many courses are organized around an essential question or several essential questions that drive the readings the discussion the assignments What are the essential questions for your course? Turn one of those questions into a statement like this. Every modern civilization has struggled to reconcile safety with freedom. The more citizens have of one, the less it seems they have of the other. Do you see how we do that? Look for the pivotal controversy, conflict, mystery, or problem that your course returns to again and again, and you'll find an idea to use as your essential issue statement. Number two, context. All right, context means the historical, economic, societal, religious, political, and or scientific situation that is present. Identify what else was going on or is going on as your topic arises. Kind of paint the picture, give us a framework so that we can understand the place your topic has in the larger picture. Don't begin with the dawn of time unless, of course, your course begins there. Instead, give us the wide-angle lens view of the general situation. Where can you get a larger sense um, of the context? Look at the introduction to your textbook or look at your course syllabus for ideas. Those are great places to get some ideas. All right, number three, the situation vignette. Set the scene with just a little bit of creative writing. This works best for political science, history, or sociology papers, or similar courses. Start by thinking of a situation. It could be true, but it could also be hypothetical. And write in a way where you use sensory detail. The situation could be something that illustrates an idea in your paper. Now, I gotta warn you, this takes a little bit of writing technique. You have to be able to move smoothly after about three sentences of narrative into academic prose. So it's not for a beginner writer. Now, if you would like examples of these, and my absolute number one favorite way to start an introduction, please look in the show notes for the link and click it. Give us your email and I will send you my favorite introduction pattern right to your inbox. This is going to be a huge time savings for you and it will really kind of set the tone for your papers that you are a sophisticated thinker and writer. All right, now here are two things to avoid at all costs. Never use a rhetorical question to begin your paper. These are best left to the master writers. It always sounds contrived and amateurish. Every writing teacher's nightmare story is a rhetorical question introductions gone wrong. Also, never start with a quotation. You know, the old, Plato once said. (laughs) Your quotes are best used for evidence and evidence should not be present in your introduction. If you wanna use a quote from someone else, say a favorite poet or thinker, that is better for the start of a chapter of a book rather than a standard academic paper. Again, it can feel contrived and out of place. Worse, it can become a crutch. It certainly was for me when I was a student. You could weave such a quotation into your conclusion toward the end, but definitely not at the start of your paper. All right, once you've set the scene, add a sentence of transition, and then your thesis statement. Your intro is done. Good work. As always, please subscribe, read our podcast, and drop us an email at podcast at blackdogscholars.com and let us know how these episodes are helping you get higher grades with less stress. So long.